I was murdered, an unnatural death, and now I walk the earth in limbo until the werewolf's curse is lifted. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos for creators. This is the night you've been waiting for, for... Welcome to the most disturbing moment of the year. Prepare yourselves to go into a new dimension. That was really good. <laughs> Didn't expect your head to explode at the end oh. there, did you? That, of course, was DJ Lady Style along with DJ Ever Lee. Got to come correct for Halloween. DJs love Halloween. Speaking of which, Otto, say what's good to the people. What's up, everybody? Good to see everybody. I see everybody populating the live chat. I see Moonlit, Newbie Comics. We got the Crow's Nest. Good to see everybody. Happy to be back on a Wednesday night. I'm so happy we're here tonight. The Wednesday night used to be my jam, but, you know, we moved things. Timmy got Timmy to visit around. We got Mikey Sutton. Talking about mutants, man. This is a great Wednesday night. I am fired up. That is my Halloween shirt. Timmy has a visitor with the Grim Reaper, little Timmy <laughs> at the door right there. Mikey, what's going on? Oh, man. You know, I'm getting a lot of uh, Instagram requests from collectors. Got a feeling they're coming from your show. Just so my I'm spidey sense tingling. <laughs> they want to tag you. They want to be part of the group, man. So uh, this, is, uh, this show is sponsored by our good friends. At KRSComics.com, uh, there's going to be a uh, really special Halloween variant dropping on Friday. I will show it to you tomorrow. If you follow Karis Comics uh, on Instagram, you'll see it is dope. It's a vampire-themed book. And as always, you can use discount code of LOTLB to get 15% off any Karis Comics exclusives. Um, there's going to be some exciting stuff coming up. Um, I don't know. We can't talk about it. But we're, we're not going to talk about it. But, but uh, <laughs> some really exciting stuff coming up in uh, December. 
I'm going to go visit Mikey and uh, yeah. see what happens, man. I, it's, uh, I can't wait to talk about this when it eventually does happen, but uh, I'm so happy here, for everybody, for all parties involved. Um, yeah, this show was supposed to be on uh, Sunday. And then Mikey had a cyclone or something, some giant storm blow through the northwest. Uh, Monday, oh, I got awful. <laughs> Monday I got swamped with work. Then Tuesday the cover price show, and then I was like, everybody keeps on asking me. I said, okay, we finally we do it today, and everybody's. It just, I think if anything, it just dries up anticipation. People are like, when are we seeing a Vulcan or when are we seeing these? <laughs> um, so why don't you uh, preface this, Mikey, and exactly yeah. what is this list, and what are you hearing about this list? Yeah, so Disney Plus, these are all Disney Plus shows, um, has a long list of uh, characters we're developing for different series, uh, different films. And we decided to separate the X-Men spinoffs uh, from the rest of the pack because, you know, obviously X-Men fans are into the broad range of characters that they have. And uh, while everything in the MCU will connect, these shows are really, really going to connect. They're going to share story arcs and, and things of that nature. So um, just like the X-Men, I mean, comics, I mean, the mutants yeah. are such a broad swath oh, yeah. of, of the Marvel comics and people are worried about a little too much, you know, um, you know, <laughs> people are already talking about the really, really crazy broad strokes or br cosmic ideas that the Eternals brings and people complaining about the uh, Rotten Tomato score, but the reviews, like I, I read like from Cosmic Wonder, a Warren and everything always that they really like the picture for what it yeah. is. Cause they're comic book fans and they're saying it's the parts that where there's no action. It's really explores some really deep mythology on the eternal stuff. Um, and you know, and one of our, one of our long-term specs is in the end credits, not the character you think of. There's another <laughs> character that's in that end credits that we literally talked about three yeah. weeks ago and he shows up on the screen. So that's pretty, that'll be pretty fun when people see this character pop up on screen with the, the aforementioned character that everybody else is buying. Nobody else has thought about to buy this character. They find out who the actual, um, um, it was in the scene with him. Uh, yep. so I'll, I'll leave, I'll leave it at that. Um, uh, let me see. Uh, let me. Oh, you want me to use download this graphic, Mikey? Yeah, I guess when I talk about the you know the, the topic and. Oh yeah. Do you, do you want to start? You want to start off with that before the list, just to get to warm things up. Yeah, well, this is straight off the presses. Yeah. Um, I mean, does this deserving of a cannonball? Oh, I mean, it might be. I know it's like more of a confirmation than anything else. Uh, yeah, let me uh, throw this graphic up, and uh, there was news that just dropped like. 15 minutes before we went on the air, and <laughs> yeah. it's regarding Sony and Spider-Man. What are you hearing, yeah. Mikey? So, yeah, new photo from No Way Home. Just wanted to share with this to all of you. Uh, coincide with two very big confirmed scoops. Um, number one, you know, I scooped this months ago, weeks ago, on, on GeekOffSeeMag.com that uh, the relationship between Sony and Disney will continue after No Way Home. Um, and it's from Kevin Foggy himself, guys. He, he confirmed it. Um, I will put the link in the live chat so you guys can read the entire. Uh, it was an interview that Kevin Foggy did. You know how Kevin Foggy normally does these press junkets when a movie yeah. premieres, and he didn't really get to do much during Shang Chi, but the Eternals is full blown. People are asking him questions, so he kind of uh, re, uh, reaffirmed the commitment between Sony and Marvel uh for what they're doing so uh you know what i'll give you guys a preemptive uh i'll give you guys a preemptive cannonball for that one uh since it's a <laughs> you know i'll give you a quickie uh 
I'm getting so many damn graphics on my screen. I don't know which one is which anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hold on, I'll get you this one. Oh, we dropping bombs! There you go. <laughs> uh, what else are you hearing about the you Sony uh, Marvel deal? Yeah, another thing that was confirmed was um, do you have that that middle finger for uh, let's just for yeah. This one goes out to Jeremy Conrad. The ghost of Jeremy Conrad. Thank you so much, Jeremy. The um, Joseph from MCU Cosmic who couldn't take the heat and just quit altogether. Yeah, exactly. I've been waiting for this for a long time. So um, after I uh, debunk Spider-Gate and land on Yahoo.com, all sorts of stuff, Jeremy Conrad asked me pretty fierce. And then when Tom Holland said, oh, I was the one who, who put them together and, uh, you know, no, uh, Tom Holland finally admits he had nothing to do with it. Um, oh, jeez. I said so this back is then from the uh, former scooper, and, uh, <laughs> Jeremy Conrad of MCU Cosmic, who uh, people found like some offensive stuff, and he just gay, he just quit life altogether. <laughs> but he, at one point, he made a video on YouTube claiming what I was doing was illegal, saying that I was dropping <laughs> illegal scoops or something like that. So. Uh, <laughs> So a uh, giant uh, salute to you, Jeremy Hanrod, and the MCU Cosmic. Rest in peace on this Halloween Day weekend. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, um, so he used that against me like, well, uh, Mikey probably, you know, he had no idea what was going on because Holland it was, was, you know, did it himself. No, Holland just admitted he didn't do anything. He just, he just said, hey, I'm passionate about this, and. That's it. Yeah, oh, he, he was because I, I remember when the news dropped, and you yeah. and I were like heavily dropping videos every day that no, this isn't going away, and 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 yeah. Tom Holland was shell shocked at D twenty three. He didn't know what to say. Yeah, right? exactly. he didn't sign on. He didn't sign on to play Spider Man without uh, Kevin Feige. You know what I mean? But uh, <laughs> you know, but you know, Spider Man. Uh, uh, Far from home, no way home. What the hell is the last, the third one called? Spider Man Three, damn it! Uh, <laughs> no way home is, is proven to be a uh, pretty yeah. damn big. And I Rude. would say this: nobody is talking about this, but there is this in the trailer for the Spider Man trailer. Look at Doctor Strange's fireplace mantle. There is some really interesting um, symbol symbolism on top of the mantle. It almost looks Cthulhu like, and that's all I'll say. But I'm just saying. I don't um, think that's. I don't think that's. We both agree that's not Doctor Strange, right? Agreed. 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 Yeah. Do dare we say it's the M word? No. Well, I know it's, <laughs> it's not him though. Well, we'll see. Who knows? I don't know, Mikey. <laughs> what do you think? Is it is it Mephisto or one of those? It's not. I mean, Doctor Strange isn't that reckless, right? Yeah, Doctor Strange isn't Doctor Strange. Just put it that way. He's not. All right. There you go. So All that's right. your first uh, proactive cannonball of the night. Let's get right to this list, man. I'm going to tell you guys what Mikey gave me, and he's going to expand on it. And remember, I just picked out random comics. Sometimes it's not the comics. You guys do a great job of finding, like, first-time people meet, first-time characters meet. But this one's an interesting one because nobody's ever really talked about this. The and, uh, Exiles. Before, we, uh, before I forget, I want to uh, attach this to the other thing. Um, this is, I guess it's kind of a cannonball, Tivo. Oh, okay. And let's give you the old-fashioned cannonball. Hold on one second, boys. Oh, so, so if you're, can you're playing at home, this is your second cannonball. Drink them if you got them. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Cannonball! For those playing at home, that's the second cannonball officially. 
So what I'm hearing is that the relationship with Sony and Disney uh, is so strong right now that don't be surprised. Actually, go ahead and expect it already. Expect, expect it. Um, if your future LTS list for Disney Plus MCU shows has Spider-Man characters in them. That's all I'm saying. So 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 all the characters in the Sony library could appear on a Disney yeah. Plus show. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's Beca- that's the next step. Spider-Man 3 is such a large movie that they have to bring in other mar- you know what I'm saying? I mean yeah. it's getting to the point where every movie is bigger. Even Eternals, which is a standalone picture is pretty big in scope, but then you have Spider-Man 3 and then you have Into the Multiverse of Madness. I mean it's just and then you know, and then people are like, "Oh, Ant Man and Wasp, Quantum Mania, big deal." Oh yeah, Kang is in that, by the way. <laughs> so I mean, it's <laughs> like it's kind of just like bigger and bigger and bigger, just like this list. So there's your second cannonball. Before we get to the next cannonball, yeah. Mike gave me this list. Exiles is Exile. in development. Uh, first appearance of Exiles yeah. is Exiles number one. And if you notice on there, Blink is also part of this team. And Mikey has been talking about Blink for a while. What are you hearing about the Exiles, Mikey? Yeah, this is going to be like a, a big group um, mutant team for Disney Plus. They're really excited about this. Um, there are two, there are actually three, three or four groups they're planning on for Disney Plus. Uh, one is Excalibur, which we Love it. discussed yes, we a long time already, ago, yeah. years ago, yeah, right? A long Nino? time ago, yeah. Um, Star Jammers is another. Um, obviously, don't talk about any of the other ones on this list yet. So, uh... yeah. So, <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so the Exiles is interesting. They're actually a team of like one of them, Magnus, is like a, they're all from different timelines or, or multiverses, or alternative versions. Like Magnus, I believe, is the son of Magneto and Rogue, mm-hmm. and so they're, they're they're plucked out of these different times and eras, and uh, and there's different. I think there's three volumes of Exiles. Uh, one of the Exiles also also has the kind of Captain. Um, um, Britain slash Peggy Carter character in that Exiles yep. as well, but you're thinking you're saying this Exiles version is going to be more uh, closer to the comic book version where they're all mutant related, right? Yeah, they're all mutant related, but not only that, but they will travel the multiverse, which is very exciting. Which is um, which is true to the original comic. The original okay. comic is they they kind of they they're called the hiccups that they go to investigate, kind of like you know. Uh, the TVA does time variances, mm, and in the okay. comic, the exiles are look, and they're literally called hiccups, is what they're uh, going to look for. <laughs> um, so yeah, so they're different characters plucked out from different timelines, and they're they're related to mutants and and such. Like Magnus, obviously, is the most popular one, where he's literally the f- son of a different timeline of Magneto right. and Rogue. How powerful is that character, right? If you think about it. But then Blink. As we talk, we we've talked about Blink for a long time too, who's in the regular continuity as well. But these Exiles used books used to litter the dollar bin boxes, so go out and seek them out. There's multiple volumes, so I would say get all of them. You know what I'm saying? Because you never know yeah. which characters. That, you know, Marvel always does as well. They mix and match. They kind of intertwine different stories with each other. So we're not telling to get this book specifically. Just get the characters that you think will be related to it. You know what I'm saying? That's the best way to spec. Is just. Get everything. <laughs> Get everything, right? Buy yeah. everything. Buy them all. Yeah. Buy everything. Shout out to Principal Defects in the house. And uh, thank you for everybody from coming over from their show to people out the Lord. So, um, so Exiles coming to Disney Plus. Okay, this I next say, one. Uh, I want to say hello oh. to my artist, uh, Dream Offer artist, Noel Leon Flores. He's watching right now. Oh, como esta, Leon? He has one of these books, I guess. 
Yeah. Okay, so the next one up on the list is I did a little digging, and I actually mm-hmm. found out there was a first first appearance in a yeah, preview. Yeah, I'm shocked by this. Yes, and not many people know this, but the New Mutants is getting rebooted, and guess what the New Mutants' first, web appearance, uh, first appearance is? <laughs> Amazing Heroes number 16 preview in this magazine comic slash thing. It before Marvel graphic novel number four, Which very is little known. Maybe you guys did, but I didn't know it when I looked it up and I was doing some research. And I was like, look at that. The first new mutants uh, was apparent, you know, because nowadays preview comics and magazines are all the rage. So right. if you guys stumbled upon and guess what? What's apropos for the show? Mikey Sutton used to write for Amazing Heroes back in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, I was there for two years. I had. Collected ten dollar paychecks from Planet Graphics. Uh, <laughs> big money, Mikey. Big money. Exactly right, dude. I was just like, yeah, you know, you know, going to a comic book store and see my writing in there was pretty, pretty, pretty incredible, though. Uh, if you have the Amazing Heroes, I can't, I don't know the issue number. It's from nineteen ninety. The Todd McFarlane cover, so you'll, you'll know this right away. I'm in that yeah, book. I, I think what was your article personal. pertaining to in that Amazing Heroes? I think I reviewed um, Sandman. Was it Sandman? Yeah, or something? I think it was Hellblazer. Is the one I reviewed. Hellblazer. It. That's right. Yeah, yeah I remember the game. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. At one point, you sent me screenshots for it, and you wrote oh, a, right, an article it? for Amazing Heroes. Actually, this is when I was uh, I was vetting the Black Knight because I I didn't believe him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and sure, so I here, look, you, so. you were like, look at some of my writing. I said, okay, we'll go with you. All right. So, uh, what are you hearing <laughs> about the New Moons reboot? Um, well, first of all, they want to keep the actors who played Magic. That's that's the yeah. only. That's good. That's awesome. Uh, what's your name? I, 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 Joy I, uh, and Tanya Taylor. T- Taylor Tyler, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, they they do want to keep her. What's interesting to you though is they want to keep the horror theme as well. Uh, yep. They really think it, they 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 like that approach. You know, beyond the demon bear storyline, um, they just like that approach because it, it's it's different from the other X Men projects that they're doing um also the, the the kids like it the kids like that that darker tone right i thought the opening scene of new mutants was fantastic yeah, yeah. that the, was that was yeah there was elements of the new mutants for a great truly great yeah. movie and it wasn't yeah. truly as awful as people make it out to be but I you know watch it too. It was watchable, yeah. yeah it's watchable i mean you know but in feige we trust give it to feige let him put his magic on it uh no pun intended when yeah. i say magic but um so new mutants remember the first there's a couple of characters mm-hmm. that don't appear in here sir first karma's first appearance is in marvel team up 100 Correct. Um, mm-hmm. and that's the first Vietnamese character ever in a comic book and that's why i got it but also obviously uh iliana rasputin or magic didn't yeah. uh, appear in uh new mutants uh graphic novel number four either but if you really want to look go and find this bad boy amazing heroes which is damn near impossible to find you may be able to find it in a damn ebay auction or something i've but got there it you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't have it i don't see this that often either what I'm digging. This is nuts. No, you guys, you guys missed the '80s when we used to get all kinds of cool periodicals, Amazing Heroes, Wizard Magazine, all these cool things. Now we just got websites and YouTubers. Damn you, YouTubes! <laughs> all right, so uh, New Mutants, go get whatever you can for New Mutants graphic novel number four. Hell, New Mutants number one is also a great dope book and tons of first appearances in New Mutants. Uh, you know, all the way up to you know New Mutants '98 with the good old Rob Liefeld and the Cable and Deadpool. So, all right, uh, next up on the list. Is the Hellfire Club? Yeah, this yeah, is a TV. Buddy. This is a, a TiVo show, man. This is all, all, totally TiVo. 
So the Hellfire Club, uh, and you told me they're going to stick to a horror theme for it. Yeah, so if you guys really want to go deep dive, X-Men 100, they're actually debut as the Council of the Chosen. They debut as the Hellfire Club in X-Men number 129. And the Marauders number one of 2019 is the new Hellfire Trading Company. So what are you hearing about the Hellfire Club? Yeah, so this is one of the shows that Jeff Loeb wanted to do for Hulu uh, back in the day, and it got canceled. Um, no, I think it actually things for Fox. He wanted to do it for not, not Hulu, but this is they're they're focusing on Hulu for this. Uh, but it'll, de- it'll have a definite horror theme and more of an adult nature uh, as well. I, of course, for a subject matter, right? I mean, of course, you don't want to wire down Hellfire Club. No, um, we don't. Yeah, we don't need to see Emma Frost fully clothed. Damn it! You know what I'm saying? They're all swingers. <laughs> They're all mutant swingers, man. That's what you want to see. My God. So this is the oh, so this is the one that could possibly be. Uh, I spelled maybe wrong, but hey, man, it's going to be Hulu. Because <laughs> so, yeah. uh, Hulu yeah. is obviously the more adult fair stuff. And Hulu has yeah. a lot better content now than it used to. When I first yeah. signed up for Hulu, I mean, back then it was like, well, I was watching it just for like Runaways and Cloak and Dagger or some shit like that. But now there's got, they got a lot of cool stuff. The new the Wu-Tang series, if you're a hip-hop head, is a must-see uh, on uh, Hulu TV. So uh, there you go. Pick your yeah, choice, I'm boys and girls. You have so many different versions up there. Because it's going to be a mishmash, as always. Yeah, you know. that's why I mean 100 and 129 are pretty. 129 is definitely the priciest of them all. 100 right. is yeah. somewhat pricey because anniversary issue, but it, you know 129 is also the Classic first appearance color. of Emma Frost, yep. uh, and uh, some other characters. Pretty but the Marauders number one is an interesting one because if you remember this, the new iteration that Hickman did, and they call it the Hellfire Trading Club. This is from. Uh, the most recent Hickman run with all the iconology and all the weird stuff that you said that I neglected to read that our man Manimal was like telling me, no, you need to read that stuff. I was like, oh, good Lord. All right. So, but, uh, and we saw <laughs> glimpses of the Hellfire Club, a spattering of it through uh, uh, X-Men first class, right? Yeah. Kind yeah. of. You kind of saw Black Jack. Was that Black Jack? What's his name? Uh, uh, what's his uh, name? Oh my God, Sebastian Shaw. Um, Black, or, Black, um, Black Tom Cassidy, is it? Yeah, yeah Black, Black Tom, Tom Cassidy. Cassidy and Emma Frost. I mean, I, I don't care what people say. X Men First Class is one of my favorite, uh, you know, it's top two, top three X Men films. I mean, yeah. maybe that's not saying much, but I think the what they did with X Men First Class was was to- absolutely top notch. I can watch that all day long. Right. And what uh, was the TV show that they shared the, the triplets in? Um, that was a little bit of The Gifted. Yes, gifted, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Little shades of. Hellfire Club in there too, so you know. Yeah, it was that, that was a people. Jeff Loeb thing, right? The, yeah, the, it the was, and that was supposed to tie in with the Hellfire Club show as well, so that's why. Yeah, um, I was so disappointed. I, the Gifted had its had its moments. Oh, it, it, did, just, it did, it did, it did, man. And you know, we got to see uh, Polaris on there, yep. and not quite. Well, she was but, great. She's from Tacoma yeah. too, which is awesome. I'll just say, stay tuned because you may hear some more about Polaris later on the show. But <laughs> from yeah. the Hellfire Club. We yes. go to some. Oh, do you have one? Yeah, somebody asked me in the chat about the, how long will these take. Okay, I got um, haven't I've never talked about that. That's a great question. I'm glad you asked that question. Um, normally, this would take longer, uh, but what's going on right now um, is that you have HBO Max, um, who's going to put up a real big fight once Discovery merger goes through. Um, if you notice, Disney Plus is already increasing their, their number of programs. Yeah, Mike, why don't you give a disclaimer for those who don't follow the everyday workings of DC and, you know, um, you know when we say the Discovery <laughs> merger. I don't think they quite understand if they're yeah. not paying attention to it. 
So around April of next year, um, Discovery is taking over Warner. Um, and they're putting billions of dollars into new programming because they want to go after Netflix, really. Um, so right, but Plus. they have to go to Disney Plus first. Yeah, <laughs> Disney Plus is number two right now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so that's why, you know, Victoria Alonso from Marvel Studios said they have like 31 MCU projects uh, in development right now. Yeah, they also have about 11 Star Wars shows. <laughs> that they're working oh, my God, out yeah. Um, there's an all-out war for your, your, your streaming dollars next year. Um, so you're going to see either the Hellfire Club or New Mutants a lot sooner than you, than you imagine. Yeah, so for those who don't know, Warner Brothers, AT&T, you know, all this, uh, Walter, we don't talk about it much on this show, but you go to Sil Abdul's show and Mikey talks about it a lot uh, yeah. to, to the point where they start drinking, where they're not happy with the direction that Walter Hamada was taking some of the DC properties. And so the new guy that's going to take over is going to be the head of Discovery, which is typically known to be... Uh, do that does non-scripted programming meaning yeah. they do mostly documentaries but they he has a strong streaming presence but you know from dc fandom i love black adam i love yep. what i saw with uh the batman and, and all these other things so you know hopefully they have a clean slate but i think all major uh studios don't want to see what happened to them happen when the theater shut down they want to have yeah. somewhere they could put out content, right? And so, yeah. you know, Disney Plus was a godsend when it came on. If you think about it, Mandalorian was literally, oh yeah, the thing. I, I, and and when it launched, Disney Plus launched, it launched with the Mandalorian. I think HBO Max took a did a little bit of a misstep by launching HBO Max without a flagship show <laughs> to play. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they totally like, did. Yeah, like, you know, HBO Max came out. I was like, oh, here, watch all the stuff you could have watched on HBO already. Where Disney was like, boom, day one, you guys got to watch The Mandalorian. And people yep. loved it. Baby, I'm in Grogu, Baby Yoda, and, and so on and so forth. But Hellfire Club, maybe coming to Hulu. So and as Mikey and I have been talking about for a while, Hulu is going to be getting more and more spillover from the Disney Plus side. Um, you know, if it's a little bit too violent or maybe, you know, although, man, the What If series are pretty damn violent for oh, it. That, that oh, is shockingly brutal. I just watched the zombie episode. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, zombies. Yeah, was I mean, um, it was, I mean, it was, I was like, it was pretty good. I can't wait We're for it. We're getting kind of cut in half as well, I think. <laughs> hey, man, when you take Ultron with Vision and the Mind Stone, yeah, that's a pretty powerful being. That's yeah. pretty powerful. Yeah, and that, was, and that was Thanos without all of the, he didn't have a fully functional uh, uh, Infinity Gauntlet yet, so that's the way I say it. Yeah, all so right. Disney is just waiting to, to, to completely own Hulu because right now I think Comcast owns like 5% of it still or something like that. Um, even though they have, I think no Disney owns a majority time. share, don't they? Oh, they like do. Ninety-five percent, yeah, yeah mm -hmm. ninety-five percent. But you know, Foggy has his priority right now is to get all the Disney Plus stuff done, then start filling in Hulu, and that's where the, the Punisher War Journal will go, and, yeah. and and shows like that, except for Daredevil will be on Disney Plus though. God, you got to feel for ABC, right? I mean, you know, I before know. they used to, you know, you know, who knows? Maybe Dakota yeah. North will show up on ABC, right? <laughs> we can only hope, Tim, and we'll retire early, buddy. Retire early when Dakota North, I will literally just do a video of me <laughs> dropping a mic, walking yep. off into the sunset. There you yep. go. 
All right, so the Hellfire Club, X-Men 100, X-Men 129, and Marauders number one. Pick and choose, go get all of them because they're going to be mixing and matching a little bit of everything. Uh, here's something we've been talking about for a long time from our friends from the north. Alpha Flight, first yeah. appearance, X-Men 120, or first cover appearance, X-Men 121. What are you hearing about the Canucks? Man, this is one of the first scoops I had under my name um, because Alpha Flight are... Uh, being planned for the Hulk versus Wolverine film, or just Wolverine with the Hulk in it. Um, okay, should I talk about World War Hulk now? Do you <laughs> because you said yes. That's <laughs> you know why? Because on our cover price top ten, World War Hulk is flying yeah. off the shelves, and off people keep on asking, "What does Mikey think about it?" And I don't want to speak for you, but you know, from our <laughs> own private conversations, this is what I've been told. And there's been a recent article that came out uh, that yeah. really goes in depth about how they change. The Age of Ultron to not include the elements of uh, Planet Hulk in it. Um, but uh, go ahead. What what are you what are you hearing about World War Hulk before our friends start buying up all the comics? Buyer beware. Um, okay, let, let, let me uh, clarify first. I don't go after scoopers except when they even Jeremy Comic ran after me so many times. A um, couple of others, but. I have pro issues with this scoop, and I'm not the only one. John Campia said this is probably not going to happen. Yep. Um, here's here's a major problem with this scoop, and it's a big one. Um, Marvel Studios doesn't have the solo rights to the Hulk back. They don't. Yeah. Um, that's and Universal those, says the distribution rights. Yeah. That, in fact, Kevin Feige just said that what two years ago or a year ago that they don't. Or no, it was Mark Mark Ruffalo who said they didn't have. Uh, the right, the solo rights to the Hulk. That was like last year, I believe. Yeah, and um, he said, I'd like to do a Hulk solo film, yeah. but it's really tied up in a quagmire of rights and everything. Yeah. I, I mean, I do believe Universal relinquished the rights to Namor. Cause it did, yeah. Been. And at one point, they had rights to other characters as well. But I think Universal's like, yo, we got a cash cow in here if you guys going to do yeah. a Hulk film. So what else are you hearing about this supposed yeah. I mean, Here's the – here's here. I mean, bounce this off, Mikey, because when I read the article, <laughs> it said that uh, World War Hulk would, be, would spawn off of the She-Hulk series, which made no sense at all <laughs> no, to me. No, none whatsoever. Um, yeah, there's so many issues here, TiVo. I think another big one is – if okay, let's say you yes, let's say, hypothetically speaking, Disney got the rights back from Universal. Don't you think Deadline would have reported that, or the Hollywood Reporter? A deal huge. that big? It'd That'd be, be huge. huge. Yeah. You know that's not that's not a casting scoop. That's not a plot scoop. That's like big contract news right there. You know. <laughs> yeah, and, and I would and I would be sure that major Hollywood insiders would know that, mm -hmm. you know, Universal had relinquished the rights to it. And I would think they would ask for a bounty in return from oh, yeah. Disney. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, there are some people saying, well, Universal just gave it away for free. Like, come on. No way. Seriously? Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, so the scoop <laughs> is that Planet Hulk or World War Hulk would spawn out of She-Hulk, which doesn't make <laughs> sense because guess what? They already did Planet Hulk kind of in the age of Ultron at the end, right? Oh, where, yeah. they, where Hulk shot himself into space. And then we saw World War Hulk in the Thor Ragnarok. That's exactly. pretty much right. Um so I mean, you know, and the introduction of Alpha Flight allows Marvel to tell the story how it is in the comics. We're talking Hulk yeah. 180, 181. We're talking 
Savage Hulk going into Canada, Wolverine yeah. and Alpha coming in to take care of him. Um, and uh, what was also I was going to think is I remember we had talked about this before when you had scooped that there was going to be a Wolverine versus Hulk film, correct? Yeah. And and they wanted to do use um the Immortal Hulk version, which is yeah. more savage because he's kind of they kind of depowered him when they made him they smart, did. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, what what they're planning on doing is calling um the Wolverine film the Immortal Wolverine hit hit like. Right, I mean, which also makes sense, Wolverine as well, but it also hints at the Hulk being the immortal Hulk. Yeah, because um, Thor Ragnarok is essentially a Hulk film. It's it's it Planet is. Hulk. It, it is. is. Well, of course, it's Planet, Planet Hulk. Hulk. Well, Absolutely. It, well, here's the funny part because they wanted to do Planet Hulk years ago. They they couldn't they couldn't get the rights from Universal, so they changed it to Thor Ragnarok. It's already been done. Okay. So, read this article. Kevin Feige told Josh Whedon. To remove this, this is you know these are interviews. Go Google it. Yeah. Kevin Feige told Josh Whedon this is when Josh Whedon was doing Age of Ultron and yeah. the scene where Hulk is in the Quinjet and it goes shot off and he just looks in a blue sky. In the original cut, they are or what Josh Whedon says he was looking out into space and Kevin Feige said put the brakes on it, remove space and put a blue sky in there. We can't uh, make the, uh, any illusions that it's going to be. Planet Hulk, right? But for <laughs> Ragnarok, you pretty much saw the character for us comic books. You know, once we saw Hulk in his in his armor, we exactly immediately knew what it was. So, mm-hmm. just buy everywhere, right? Anything can happen between now and yeah. 2024, whenever this happens. But um, just you know, buy aware. That's Mikey's two cents of what he thinks oh, about World War Hulk. So I see yeah. it all over our cover price top ten. So, um, oh guys, no. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about Half Life, man. Wait, cheap enough. Um, one more thing, TiVo. Um, She-Hulk is a thirty-minute legal comedy. How, how, how is that going to turn into Planet Hulk? <laughs> yeah, it's supposed I mean, to be like a thirty-minute sitcom, and, sitcom. <laughs> and Hulk is in it within his sling. Still, he's still got a bum arm. So, I mean, <laughs> unless it turns really dark, and then they shoot Hulk out into space from She-Hulk, which doesn't really—I mean, come on. I understand. <sighs> The need to get the comics because everybody else is getting it, you know. But um, you know, just buyer beware. You, you know, it won't be the first time we're wrong, but sometimes mm-hmm. we're right on it too. But it just seems a bit. Of, I've read the comics, and the comics are great, right? It's so phenomenal. the Illuminati shoot fucking Hulk into outer space because he's too dangerous to have on Earth. He ends up on Planet Sakar where he meets a woman. He has a kid, and then she gets killed, and he gets he gets raged out of control, and he brings his crew with them back to back to uh, Earth to take it out on all the Earth heroes, and that's what World War Hulk World is. World War Hulk is, yeah, right. Yeah. It's poised everybody. Yeah, that's it's, it's another pretty- another issue, Tivo, because they're planning secret. They're planning on secret wars, right? Which you have heroes versus heroes. They're going to repeat that again. I mean, that's not like Feige's side at all. Yeah. Um, no, it's like, like another scooper said that it's going to go into production next year or something like that. I'm like, okay, this is getting more nuts and nuts, yeah. right? He, uh, they are, by the way, that scooper used to write for them. So oh, they're, there they're, you they're, go. they're friends. Yeah. So he was ah, trying to okay. add on to it saying it's something called pre pre-production, meaning that it's going <laughs> to start, it's going to start pre-production, but it'll come out during phase five. Um, but you know, who knows? Disney, Disney day is coming up soon. So, uh, we shall see, but you know that would be major news in all the the Hollywood trades if it did come out. But um, 
Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Miss No Unknown Comics guy, it sounds like She Hulk will break the fourth wall again, telling folks to watch the show. Yes, because guess what? Yeah. She Hulk broke the fourth wall before Deadpool did. Yeah. If you guys yeah, remember, she will yeah. be. She will be. Uh, uh, All right. So, what about our friendly friends from the north? What are you hearing about the Alpha? Yeah, Flight? this will basically trace the beginnings of Alpha Flight, how the how the program started, Department H, and everything, um, to leading out to where they are in the present time. It's a really good introduction um, to Alpha Flight, but also give some give Canada some love, right? You know, you get oh, some yeah. Canadian superheroes here. Um, so, and if you guys are collecting, okay, all you speculators out there, they're all watching, okay, get everything from the John Byrne run because most of this will be based on that. In terms oh, yeah. That, that 83, I mean, I bought it when it first came out, you know? Um, yeah, I was a huge John Byrne front yeah. fan when he wrote and drew uh, Alpha Flight. I meant, uh, if you guys think about that Snowblind uh, cover, just oh, absolutely yeah. fantastic. All white oh, cover yeah, yeah. with Snowbird on it. Yeah. Um, you know, and then, you know, and he famously killed off Vindicator um, in that. Remember oh, uh, James up. Hudson? Yeah. Blew yeah. his ass up and blew never him bought up. him back. I don't that's think. A book, that's, a, that's a book to get to, guys. It's a Death of Guardian. Don't miss that one. <laughs> yeah, so actually, first appearance of uh, Guard, our Vindicator, I believe is X-Men 109. If 109, I'm not yep. So Yeah, because he appeared way... By the way, this book is blown up already. I mean, I think people have been specking on Alphalite for a long time now. It's just as, you know, it's just kind of like... The, the way the spec game is... Let's just buy up whatever hasn't been done yet, because eventually it will be done. Is <laughs> the I think the the motto of it, right? Um, so go get Alpha Flight, man. Great stories on this run as well as the John Byrne run. Fantastic. Yeah. At one point, I had every issue on that. I just loved uh, John Byrne's art and his storytelling. So Alpha Flight, first appearance one twenty and cover first cover X Men one twenty one. But one twenty is the uh, what the market has decided is the as the big dollar book. Yeah, I got I got three cannonballs, Tiva. Uh, Oh boy! So uh, is this a bomb or a cannonball? It's um, uh, it's, it's a ball. It's a cannonball. There's three of them though. All right, let me give you guys a little <laughs> cannonball action. Here you go. This is your third cannonball for the day. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Cannonball! <laughs> So I did ask um, what characters uh, will they focus on or what characters are really getting the most attention in terms of development of Alpha Flight. Um, so I got three characters and these are characters I believe, I, I believe they all first appeared in the same issue though. But, oh, um, let's do it. <laughs> you know? um, so I'm hearing that a character they really love and they can't wait to put them on the screen is Puck. Yep. They yeah, really like Puck. Um, he is going to be a big character on the show. He's basically like, you know, like the Canadian Wolverine, you know? Um, yeah. Except yeah. for a foot shorter. Exactly. So the two other characters that they're really, really emphasizing that um, are going to bring people to watch the show. Um, is Sasquatch. Oh, yeah. I don't doubt it. Right. I mean, it's expensive to do, but they, you know. Hey, they got that Disney Plus money. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and Sasquatch will be in that Wolverine versus Hulk film. Love nice. It. 
Oh, can you imagine Sasquatch throwing down with uh, Wolverine? Oh my god, yeah. that's exactly what I'm imagining, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because we didn't get much of Wolverine's Canadian origins in the Fox movies, right? They yeah, talked about yeah. it a little bit, but man, there's a whole rich history with Alpha Fight and then Omega Fight, I believe, is another team of a yep. Canadian uh, superheroes. I mean, being Captain Canuck, if they can buy him as well. So uh, you, you never know, man. Uh, yeah, Wendigo. There you go. Wendigo fighting uh, Sasquatch, right? I mean, but yeah, can you? They couldn't do a proper uh, Sasquatch, probably as near as five years ago or 10 years ago, right? Just the texturing right. of hair that they do in CGI. Can you imagine it now though? I mean, they have the technology, they got the money, they can do it, man. So I think I'll fly. People are, are so when they, if this ever gets announced, people will get their loser or lose their lids. Cause that's, it's definitely a fan favorite, especially if you're a fan of John Byrne and uh, the X-Men. So that's run, right. And, and I will flight. Yeah. All right. The, the, third, next, the, third, the third character that oh. they're play, placing a huge emphasis on and Tivo, you know when this hits it'll be all over the media uh and you you'll know exactly why when i tell you who it is um it's north star oh yeah of course you, you of course. know why yeah. <laughs> openly gay character yeah yeah there you yep. Go. I, yep. yeah i mean uh, North Star, and then he had a twin sister named Aurora, who Aurora, was kind of was it Aurora? Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was kind of. Uh, she was kind of crazy. She was a little she loony, was, right? Yeah, she yeah. was. Uh, she had a. She had two personalities when she was Aurora yeah. and when she was the uh, school teacher. She was yeah, out but of I'm her pretty mind. sure North Star was the first hero to come out as gay back in the day, and uh, yeah. nobody really cared back then. They were just like, oh well, yeah, probably. I mean, look at his eyebrows. You know, people. Are like saying, <laughs> well, you know, you know, it's funny, John Byrne said that he always intended North Star to be gay, but Jim Shearer wouldn't let, wouldn't let him come out of the closet. Um, but if you read John Burns' Alpha Flight, there are hints of him being gay, but they're, they're, they're very much shrouded, but the, the, the hints are there. Yeah, because he was kind of like this conceited, uh, yeah, as you good. say, a French Canadian. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. For you Canadians, understand that. They're, oh, those people from Montreal. What are you going to do with them anyway? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so there you go. So Alpha Flight, but uh, also look at the John Byrne run, Sasquatch, Puck, and North Star. So uh, there you go. Uh, we had, uh, we were going to bring it all the way back to a character we talked about earlier. Uh, this is a series Mike had already talked about on GigasiMag.com. Is they're talking about doing a Magneto series featuring Polaris. What are you yeah. hearing about that? So they're going to recast Polaris. I, I like the I, I like the girl who played her on um, on. I the thought Gifted. she was great. Yeah, yeah. The Gifted, yeah. had the green hair as well. I mean, um, good attitude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, both funk. Yep. So she's very much Magneto's daughter, and they really want to explore uh, that relationship. Oh, I, sh- I should backtrack if you guys didn't read the article. Um, they are planning a Magneto uh, Disney Plus series. In Any fact, idea which which Magneto? Are they are they bringing back um, Fastbender, or is it casting a new one? Or I think they're casting a new one. Um, oh yeah, Cannonball Tivo. Actually, no, this is a this is a huge bomb actually. Really Uh-oh. huge Uh-oh. bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Get ready, <laughs> dropping bombs on y'all. Oh, we dropping bombs. Yuck! Boom. <laughs> so geekossimag.com has my has my full Magneto article in there. I left out the other portion of that article. It was just 
so much to uh, to write in one sitting. I figured I'd go back to it. Um, what they're planning on is not just a Magneto show. They want a twin Professor X show. No way. And that how they're going to do fun. this is brilliant. Um, they're going to have two shows featuring arch enemies, right? Mm-hmm. But the shows will have their opposite views on everything. So you're going to have... From the, oh, from their perspective. On exactly. This, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. And, and, and so Magneto will go through similar situations that Professor X goes through, but they have a different way of, of, of overcoming them. And and that'll build up to their relationship cinematically because you have this background information on why they became what they are. And so there's going to be a Professor X show which will run parallel to Magneto. And Kevin Feige is his opinion, which is he got from Stanley, is that Magneto is Malcolm X and Professor X is Martin Luther King Jr. Correct. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, because I mean, if uh, the whole X Men um, series was really a kind of Stanley saying mutants and the whole equal rights toward African Americans. Yep. Right. And that's what the whole movement was, you know, but they couldn't just come out and say it be too political. So he said, you know, that's why the whole thing about the government, you know, saying look out for mutants. And it was like the whole civil rights movement. Right. And then you have one professor X who was like, no, we need to talk to the do people do it peacefully. Here you have uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Magneto was like, no, we got to do it. We got to take it by will. And that's Magneto's version. So it'd be interesting. Two separate shows showing their because I think even in X-Men first first class, um, they showed the progression of Magneto. Right. Uh, when he was just kind of this really cool James Bond character who was hunting, who was hunting down the Nazis to uh, I guess this would fill in the blanks in between there and flesh out the characters more because if you think about it they had, we had really really old Professor X's and Magneto's and then really really young ones so maybe there's something in between do you think this would be pre um, school for the gifted uh, school for the gifted uh, was teenagers whatever yeah whatever. it is yeah it will be in fact one of the interesting aspects of both shows I'm hearing is that you're going to have Magneto at a certain place, right, on his show. Uh, some some tragedy happens or whatever. And have that same scene played out in Professor X shows. They don't see each other. But you see how each of them reacts to the scene. I think it's really cool ah. how they're going to do this, right? Yeah. Um, it's never been done before. I mean, this is like, I guess when I was hearing it, I was just blown away. I'm like, wow, <laughs> this is really like revolutionary um, television here. Yeah, uh, for those asking that. why X Men '97 is on there, if you actually read the comics, she's never ever called Polaris through X Men 48, 49, 50, 51, 52. At one point, she's called Magnet- Magnetrix, the Mistress. But in X Men '97 is where she's first officially called Polaris, the Mistress of Magnetism. So uh, that's why you know, just in case you know, forty nine and forty are pretty expensive. Or excuse me, forty nine and fifty are pretty expensive. This is a classic cover, you know, first cover appearance. But X-Men 97 is the first time Lorna Dane is actually called Polaris. So, um, you know, I could be wrong, but that's the research I did. So I'm sticking to my story. <laughs> so uh, go look at the comics and you'll see. I have the entire X-Men run. So uh, she's not called Polaris till later on in issue uh, 97. I mean, obviously there's like, what, uh, there's quite a few reprints up to 93. So, you know, you know, you think about, uh, excuse me, after... Um, 
60, what was it? Yeah, up to 90, like 70 something to 93 were reprints. So not until like the new version of the X-Men and after Giant Size and 94 is when she's actually called Polaris, the mistress of magnetism. So um, I'd be looking, I, I wonder, you might want to also see when the first time Magneto and Polaris meet. I don't know if it's in that issue or right off the top of the bat, but I think still is still a, a great, great character to have i mean she is very powerful and one of the more powerful characters in the gifted as well um too bad they're not yeah. bringing back that actress i think she killed it you know I think yeah, awesome, yeah. yeah 66 to 93 were all reprints so there you go it explains you know why she wasn't ever called polaris but there's some great issues in there where introducing havoc and if and and all these other great mutants how many talk about havoc so well right, actually so, uh they got cannibal people you beat me to it oh man did i just did i just yeah, unearth yeah, something yeah, yeah right. you did yeah <laughs> okay, let's get up for another X-Men cannonball. We should have a, a screenshot of the actual character cannonball, but anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Cannonball! So I'm hearing that the Magneto series will introduce Havoc. Um, nice. in the MCU and also he's on Magneto's side really causes problems with his brother so this is going to get very interesting family dynamic going on here yeah because I remember at one point in the comics you know uh, uh, Havoc and Scott Summers are they're kind of they're, you know they're not really together on certain yeah. right. right. At one point, Havoc actually joins the Star Jammers, doesn't he? At, at one point, you know, when yeah. they find out, and you know, they haven't introduced their other brother Vulcan yet, who is way out there and super <laughs> powerful. He's like Omega level uh, mutant. Uh, that's the other brother of um, of Havoc and uh, Cyclops, which is uh, so. There, but Havoc is so cool, man. I remember I talk about this how people are spoiled nowadays with TV shows like oh. that, and I always talk about we had this show called Mutant X, which was a weird version of of, of Havoc that was yep. in there. Do you remember yeah. that? Oh, it's terrible! Oh. oh God, yeah, oh. I remember that now. Yeah, it was like it was like they called it <laughs> Mutant X, and it was on like on Saturday afternoons or something. It may have been like prior to CW, whatever that channel was, the WB or whatever the hell it was called, uh, and it was called Mutant X. God, yeah. Yeah, here we go. We're just talking about it. Any, I missed the show. Any chance of a mutant next return? No, but everything but in it in between. So there you go. Magneto show on Disney Plus featuring Polaris and some Havoc. I love the Havoc, the way they show us powers in the comics, kind of the powerful circular things. Like, that's the only thing I'd really – but it kind of made sense in the comics since he's the brother of Cyclops. So they yeah. made it kind of like, I don't know, like – crazy optic beams coming out of his chest yeah and mm -hmm. optic beams don't melt they're not laser eyes man they're they're they push things they you know <laughs> so you know who knows uh, that's just me i'm crazy like that but you know just just a little things like that they're called you know they're optic beams they're not uh, laser rays you know what i mean not like superman melting stuff so all right um so magneto featuring pyrus with a little bit of havoc action in there so good get those mutants we're almost there boys and girls all right next up next this question, one is i didn't know question for you tivo I, I want your opinion on this what do you think will be bigger magneto professor x show oh magneto everybody loves the bad guy everybody yeah. loves the anti-heroes that's it yep. <laughs> Like if you talk about the X Men movies, everybody would probably say they pick like they like Magneto. You know, deep down aside, they they're rooting for the bad guys. I think a Magneto yeah, think series, so. <laughs> yeah. You know, people want chaotic 
evil as opposed to chaotic good for the freaks out there so uh next up is a book i didn't really know which one to pick because there's multiple iterations so i'm pretty <laughs> sure mike can, can expound on this is yeah. there's going to be an x-factor show yeah and i put this is the x-factor book that was uh, written by bob layton actually from yeah. uh with that showed the resurrection of the original x-men team but what are you hearing about x-factor yeah, I'm hearing that, you know, they're going to use the name X-Factor, but this is not the lineup or um, uh, tone they're going to take. Um, it's the one that I believe Peter David did later on, where they're more of a, of a detective agency. Really? Uh, oh, well, yeah. What, what's his name? Uh, Jamie Madrox? That's yeah. the one. That's the yep. one. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the a version they're going to do. So... But I would get this version too because it's it's first X Factor. You can't can't go wrong. That's with the, the way the market one. is nowadays. It doesn't yeah. matter what the actual story's about. Yeah. People are gonna go get the first comic it is. And this when this first I remember the first came out, I was hardcore into collecting and it was just like, you know, Chris Claremont did not like this. Did no. not want this come out because they brought back Jean Grey and Chris Claremont yeah. wanted Jean Grey to remain dead. Yeah. Um and I hate keep on talking about that. X Men Chris Claremont documentary, but watch it, you know. Um uh, and uh, interesting enough, Bob Layton, Layton was the writer on this. Most of the time, people know Bob Layton as a as an artist or inker, but he actually wrote this. And I think later on, Louis Simonson may have done uh, some writing on it as well. But basically, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, and Jim Shooter is the one that wanted to bring back uh, Jean Grey, and and Chris Claremont was just opposed to it. He goes, I do not want, I killed Jean Grey off a reason. You know, it, there was a purpose that, you know, she died and, you know, the fans wanted her back. And next thing you know, you got X factor and the original team, a Cyclops beast, Marvel girl and psych uh, angel. Yeah. Uh, man, remember angel was kind of floating around everywhere. He was a defender. He was a champion. And then boom, got him back in the X factor. So there you go. I remember. Man, I loved him as Archangel was awesome. That, that the way oh, yeah. he looked dude, just awesome. X Factor run went on for quite a while. It was a yeah. it was a good run. This is at the Heido Comics though, so you know, um, there you go. So X Factor. So look for this one. Look for the one with uh, Jamie Madrox, where it's more of like a they're, they're like a t detective agency full of mutants. So it's very yeah. uh, interesting take uh, that you know X Factor kind of just flipped the lid on it. It's kind of uh, using the name, but let's put a new face, new coat of paint on it. But uh, anyway. All right, next up is a book that we had on a long-term spec list, I want to say a year, two years ago. But finally, it's a long shot. But yes, yeah. long shot. Number uh -huh. one, first appearance of long yeah. shot. Great Art Adams. What are you hearing about long shot? I mean, you know, they just, they, <clears throat> Foggy and people at Marvel Studios, they love this character. They love that world that he's in. The whole, um, there is just so much potential they see for long shot, even though he's not a well-known character to the general public. Um, they're seeing this as a way of doing like a, a mind twisted, you know, um, weird Marvel series. Yeah, so Mojo they, World, right? Yeah, Mojo World. That's it. Oh, yeah, exactly. Nuts. Mojo World will be crazy. Yeah, shout out to Captain Crunch for the ten dollar uh, super chat for the cannonballs. Feel free to unleash <laughs> unleash a bonus cannonball, <laughs> I, Mikey. I just might. I just might. You just never know. <laughs> hey, always, just still cash at us, and we'll we'll give you more <laughs> cannonballs. But this. Uh, is, these issues are absolutely gorgeous. If you want to look at the artwork on it, by Arthur great, Adams. Oh my God. Arthur Adams. Yes. Uh, when we had this on a long-term spec list, I bought up like five, six copies. I went to uh, uh, Bakersfield Comic Con with our man Wolverine, and sure enough, there was just long shot number one sitting in there. And I was like, let me snatch those up. So uh, great character. I mean, it doesn't really. Debuted in Longshot, part of Mojo World. Eventually, I think he became a somewhat of a cult favorite uh, in the mm -hmm. 80s and 90s yeah, when he, he came out. Yeah, he definitely did. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. But Motor World is some weird, weird stuff, man. It wasn't that, a that's what they like it, but yeah. Wasn't that in that uh, that FX show? Wasn't there a bit of Motor World in there? I'm trying to think. Um, the one about Professor Xavier's son. Hmm. Legion, maybe I'm wrong. You know, maybe, oh, Legion. Legion. Legion yeah. Just, I don't know, but Mojo World's just too twisted right now. I mean, this has got a nice cult following. This should be pretty yeah. fun to do. Here's a question that I just want to really knows is comics newbies asking, "What about Strike Force Morturi? My God, no, oh, that's that would be awesome." Yeah, no, no, nothing planned yet, but that that is an incredible series. I think the writers who that passed away a few years ago. Um, Do, is yeah. it was Strike Force Maturi, Was that a base off of a toy or something, or was it original Marvel comic concept? No, it was the original Marvel concept. Yeah. Yeah, because remember, I think I thought Sonic. It sounds like something out of an anime or something, right? You think it does, it right? Yeah. yeah. All right, so long shot, first appearance, long shot number one, man. Great, great artwork if you if you're down with Art Adams. You don't you don't think he's been around since the '80s, but Art Adams has been doing it for quite a while. Damn. All right, la- last up on the list is a, a fan favorite that's been uh, multiple actresses have played her, but uh, nobody's really quite killed the role. And uh, yeah. what we're talking yeah, about, yeah, you're right, yeah, Storm. Giant size X-Men number one. I'm pretty sure Mikey can expand on this so he can tell you maybe more specifically which version of Storm and what stories of Storm because this book is a little bit pricey. Yeah. Um, so the last I heard about Storm is that she's from Wakanda. And initially before Chadwick Boseman died, um, he was supposed to be Storm. Interesting. And, and really build that relationship with her. Um, I don't know where, you know, what they're, what they're going to do with her. Um, and I was told that they're planning on sticking with the whole Wakanda angle. Um, so we'll see if they continue with that. But this is basically one of those origin stories again, Tiva, which just shows like, you know, her growing up and, and probably flashing back and forth to the present time. Yeah, because I think I, we, we talked about this before, like when Chadwick Boseman was still alive, that they were potentially going to be doing uh, Storm meeting, uh, you know, Black Panther. They yeah. met when they were, because this is how it's retconned in the comics, by the way. Uh, Storm, they showed her as a young, as a, they, they first met when they were young, right? And they eventually got married and they were yeah. actually part of the Fantastic Four when Reed and Sue stepped away. And then they got married in the Fantastic Four comics, I believe, uh, as, you know, she became uh, T'Challa's wife and, you know, de facto, you know, queen of Wakanda. But then that would, that story not kind of went away. But yeah. in one of those stories is an actual it, it, it they, they do these weird retcons. Well, oh, though, they first met, you know, way back when. But the comic is now. But we're telling you the story that took place 20 years ago. And so they're, you know, they, you know, and it kind of makes sense. If you have a character from uh, African origins, why not Thor in the, in the mythos of mm-hmm. Wakanda and being a mutant? You know what I mean? Because yep. I do believe X-Men, Jesus, was it first class where um, uh, somebody donned Cerebro and they see a little uh, African-American girl with, uh, with, yes. with, all, yeah. with all white hair. Do you yes, remember that right, scene? Right. Yep, absolutely. Get into it. And I I feel like the version that was played by her in uh, Halle Berry, eh, so so, you know, yeah. what happens to a toad when it gets hit by lightning or some shit like that? And then the, <laughs> oh my god, and then the other version, which is kind of a throwaway character, when they had like, uh, you know, uh, Psylocke and all those, was that Age of Apocalypse? Yep. Um, yeah, 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 that was not yeah. good. Yeah. 
give her a mini series on Disney Plus and let him really develop it. And I think you got something to go with there. So, uh, you know, lots of great actors they could get to play Storm. Uh, you know, like, you know, I, you know, people's Halle Berry has gotten to play Storm and Catwoman and uh, arguably forgettable roles for both. <laughs> you know, I would say. <laughs> Uh, so that's the list, boys and girls. Uh, before Mikey do Dobson knows Cannonball, I'll give it through you in real time. So we got the Exiles, all versions of it. We got the New Amazing Mutants. Heroes. Yeah, that's right. They first appeared in preview in Amazing Heroes number 16, boys and, boys and girls. Uh, the Hellfire Club, maybe coming to horror. Uh, Hulu has a horror series. X-Men 100 is a console of the chosen. X-Men 129 is the Hellfire Club. And Marauders number one in 2019 is the Hellfire Trading Company. Alpha Flight, first appearance X-Men 120, 121. But in that Alpha Flight series, you're going to get introduced to Puck, Sasquatch, and North Star. Uh, and also look for X-Men 109 as the first appearance of Vindicator, a.k.a. The Guardian. Uh, Magneto miniseries featuring Polaris, first appearance of Lorna Dane is actually X-Men 49. First cover appearance, I believe, or at least the one that a lot of people love is X-Men 50. She's Good first point. referred yep. to Polaris in X-Men 97. X-Factor. It's is X Factor number one, but Mikey's hearing that it could also be the Jamie Madrox version, where it's a yeah. X Factor is more of a detective company. Long shot, first appearance, long shot number one by the great Art Adams and Storm. Go, 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 go. First appearance, giant size X Men, but look for other series where she uh, interacts with Wakandans. That's what I will say with that. So, uh, awesome right list. about one yeah, hour awesome right now. List. If there's any questions in the live chat you want to answer, Mikey, or is uh, yeah, sure. is it... I mean, you can... All right, here we go. There's a T one up for you, Mikey. Anything about Firestar? From down you. Don, well, she'll be appearing in Spider-Man uh, in his college years. Um, they're planning on having her having her meet um, Spider-Man with Fire with the Iceman. Actually. Perfect time. Yeah. So the if you have you've been following the channel and me and Mikey, we've been talking about Spider-Man's college years. Yep. Uh, we're gonna take place, and he's gonna be uh, friends with Firestar and Iceman, just like in uh, Spider-Man is Amazing Friends, because Kevin Feige loves marvel history uh bonus question in the live chat what was the name of the college that peter parker went to in the comic books which is totally different than in and uh it doesn't exist in real life by the way um well while you guys are answering that uh go ahead and i'll give you more no prize what college did peter parker go to in the comic books um how about dazzler a disco series (laughs) (laughs) that that would just be awesome right can you imagine her going to Studio 54 and stuff like oh, that. Oh, I love it. I love it. Bingo. <laughs> Anthony Reynolds got it. Empire State University yeah, is where he went right. to. Um, you know, because I think in uh, the people are talking about how his college years, he's going to be going. I, there's some site that had the full-blown leak on it, and they said that uh, Peter Parker and uh, and MJ were going to go to MIT, right? Because, you know, the uh, Empire State University was obviously, obviously a take on, like, uh, in, uh, NYU. NYU, right. right. Yeah, but, you know, MIT is, you know, because kind of Tony Stark kind of already dropped that Easter egg on him uh, saying uh, he's going to be going to MIU. Uh, it wasn't Eastern State University. It was Empire State University. Um, <laughs> uh, will Quicksilver and Wanda be Magneto's kids? Ooh, that's a good one. Mm. Don't know. Don't know. Yeah, Wanda's kind of jumped the shark on that, and she's kind of uh, kind of blown up to be her own thing, and even they, they yeah. reconned it in the comics as well. Um, any word on Captain Britain? Captain Britain is indeed coming. I just don't know exactly where at this point. But right. Excalibur, Mikey, maybe? Probably Excalibur, yeah. Because yep. Excalibur I, I with just, the Black Knight as well? Yep. I just don't know where he'll make his debut, but he'll be in Excalibur. All right. Um, 
any news on who Ethan Hawke is playing on? I believe it's Moon Knight. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be playing the baddie on the villain, Moon Knight. Yeah, the any idea who he's gonna be playing, Mikey? Um, I got some information before on that. Not sure how accurate it was though. So let, let me get back. I'll, I'll I'll break it here on on Lord Joe Longbox. There you go. There you go. So stay tuned. Um, but yeah, Ethan Hawke is a pretty high caliber actor they got for that. If you watch um, all the interviews he did, he was saying he was saying uh, he would normally not do one, but he's saying like you know Oscar Isaac is so good as Moon Knight. I'm really excited to see um, uh, Moon Knight. Uh, since we're uh, any news on Squadron Supreme? Secret Wars. Secret Wars. Let me tell you, Secret Wars is going to bring it all. So uh, we've been talking, this is our third show talking about it now. What do you think, what is your prediction that will be announced on Disney Plus Day on November 12th, which is a good two weeks away, three weeks away? Pretty soon, I can't wait. Um. Well, I obviously they're going to have some Moon Knight footage in there. Oh, yeah. Let's see. You know, I had a list of you know what, Tivo? The first um, list I gave you had some of the shows that were most, most, most likely that I was told were most likely to be announced. At, at yeah, go look, watch a show from two weeks ago. Nice. Hold on, uh, I have it right here. Actually, let me tell you guys. Reading it real time here. This is. I have too many emails from Mike. Hold on. Um... Hold on. Wait a minute. Let me put some boom in it. Jesus Christ, I got a lot of emails. Okay, Disney Day. Okay, hold on. Getting closer. All right, this is the one. uh, All right, so the ones that uh, are most are in... uh, are in bold are the ones that most probably will be told revealed on Disney plus day. One is a Valkyrie series, yeah. Gamora, possibly yep. pre guardians of the galaxy, a Makes sword sense. show ghost riders, plural with both Johnny blaze and Danny catch captain Carter, live action, Howard, the duck live action, Thunderbolts or dark or dark Avengers, somewhere a combination of the two Werewolf by night, young Avengers, the Patriot, and White Vision without Wanda. Those yeah. are what you're thinking will be uh, announced during Disney yeah, Plus. Bank, bank on Young Avengers. That, that's definitely going to be announced. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. All roads have been leading to Young Avengers, man. So uh, there's it. That's the three part show. Go watch the rest of the other shows, boys and girls, because, uh, you know, like there's some other. 9.8. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just uh, you know, you know, sometimes they change their minds, but Disney Plus Day is going to be huge. Uh, if you wanted to know what other shows they are in uh, development right now, it's Dakota North on Hulu, Daredevil Man uh, Without Fear, Punisher War Journal, Journal, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist without Finn Jones, quite possibly care- paired with Luke Cage to do a uh, Power Man and Iron Fist Heroes for Hire show, Daughters of the Dragon, Two Gun Kid, The Kingpin Limited Series, Elektra, Agents of Shield, Blink. And Gambit, because that answers some of the questions in the live chat was in there. So uh, I guess I just say everybody you just want watching my old, the old videos. But there you go. You're welcome. All right. I think we <laughs> can finally end the show now. Thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, we've been over 200 strong for a good uh, hour or so, man. Awesome. Appreciate all you guys Fantastic. for hanging out, Thank man. You guys. Yeah. So I can 
rest and uh, go stress out about work uh, tomorrow, man. We'll be back Thursday for the Shakers List. Sunday, we're going to take the day off for Halloween to hand out candies to all you trick-or-treaters out there. So uh, no letters from Longbox this Sunday. I'm going to take the day off. Otto, any last words? No. Thanks for letting me join in tonight. Great seeing everybody in live chat. Live three men in the basement. Three men in the basement after dark this weekend to talk about um, some comic polls that we had. And it's going to be a great show. So check that out. Good to see everybody. All right, Mikey, any last words? I just want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. It's always fun being here at GeekCostyMag.com. And uh, coming up, I want to catch uh, TiVo's live reaction to this. Um, before Christmas, we're going to have a big LTS show. Uh, we all MCU again. Uh, this one's big. Oh, is this theatrical stuff as well? Yeah, theatrical stuff. Uh, mostly theatrical stuff, actually. Oh. Um, we're going to go in-depth, and we're going to do some LTS and some villains that are coming nice. in that program. So. This is before or after? This is before Christmas? Before Christmas, yeah. So Love After it. December 11th? Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, uh, I'll see. Uh, yeah, because I may be up in Seattle during uh, exactly. December 11th, so we'll, I'll get the list from him personally, and then uh, do oh, a yeah. live show. So there you go. Okay, hey, thank you guys. Yeah, thank you guys all for joining us. Remember, yeah. even if you uh, love DC or you love Marvel, we all want the Astros to lose. I can all assure you that. So. <laughs> Uh, go Braves! I hate, and, uh, I hate, I hate the Astros. Look yeah. at so, so go Braves uh, for Otto, Mikey Sutton. This is Tivo saying, keep digging in them long boxes. Peace yeah. out, y'all. Bye, everybody. Now let's do this. Rewind, till they can't come again. Pull up that from the top to the very last. Jump, 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 jump. Who are you to make their lives bitter in hard bondage? In this, you shall know that the Lord is of faith.